Welcome to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm Matthew Neal Davis, an author, lawyer, and owner of one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, built on the idea of helping businesses make smart decisions. I'm going to teach you in this podcast how to protect, improve, and grow your business by dealing with your problems before they happen, because prevention is direction. Vamos, amigos. Attorney Davis here reporting for duty at the Art of Preventing podcast number 21. This one's about a study in ignorance over at Heather's Cupcakes. Attorney Davis, that always tickles me. It's what people in the South say. Let's take a look in the oven and see what's cooking or perhaps what's not, meaning what's maybe going wrong over at Heather's Cupcakes. And again, we're following along with chapter 13 of the Art of Preventing Stupid you can get over at Amazon or Barnes and Noble. But first, ignorance. Wow, admitting it and getting a handle on it is empowering. And uh, this week, my firm's opening its first standalone office and onboarding an attorney at the same time, which we've never done that in tandem before. And we thought we had this because we've done offices before and we've onboarded attorneys before, but they've all been either separate, not like, and wow, we missed it. We missed how ignorant we were about this challenge. And we are having some really bought lessons in screwing around making it work. And we're going to make it work, but it's not gone as efficiently as we wanted it to. And guess what? It's my fault but we've built the new checklists or they're in process and the procedures are in process and we're doing it as we go. And next time, next time we do this, not going to be anything like this because I've taken my medicine. Bottom line, take your ignorance seriously. Be really honest about what you don't know. And we just got popped in the mouth because we didn't pay close enough attention. And that's why it's an art, not a science. Every outfit is different. Outfit, of course, Oklahoman for company. That's why it has to be a habit, a repeated practice to constantly ask, what are we ignorant about in regards to getting where we want to go? And yes, I'm showing my shame at not admitting what we were ignorant about. Shame on me. But back to Heather's and the ignorance looming over her in management and personnel. I gave her a C in each. And remember, this is a business she started almost on a lark. It's a burgeoning hobby shop turned into a business. And guess what? That happens a lot to people. They go, oh, well, this is going to be easy. On to management. Going from that hobbyist to a successful business owner is a big deal. A big, big deal. There's a lot to learn. There are a lot of little tricks to get in place to make everything work right. And the accumulation of things to figure out while, that's a capital, while you're running a business is always, capital always, a lot more work than everyone thinks. Let's look at it this way. My wife and I like to buy property and renovate it. Between our homes and rental property, we've renovated over 20,000 square feet of property, probably more. And she's on a really cool project right now, by the way. 
uh, with a building for her business and we just found one of those 1950s steel diners built into it. But we have one warning word and that's potential because potential always means a ton of work and our rule of thumb is that it is at least twice the cost of what our not so inexperienced selves expect it will be also a lot more work, right? And the potential is like an opportunity. And as Edison said, opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. Well, that's where Heather is right now. She's got a lot of potential in this business, but she's got a lot of work ahead of her figuring it out. That's where she is. She's got to figure this out. She's got to build out the management and entrepreneur parts of her business. She can't just stay doing it all. It will, repeat, will wear her out and drive her crazy. And again, barring from E-Myth Revisited, if you look at the chapter where Sarah, who happens to own a pie making shop, is freaking out over the overwork and over the problems with employees, that's where she's going to be, she being Heather. And it's really pure coincidence that we're talking about baking shops, but that's where she's headed if she doesn't learn how to get out of the day-to-day -day drudgery and start handing off some of the work. But guess what? If Heather will be honest with herself about what she needs to learn, she's got this, but it's going to take serious commitment and dedication to tackle the learning curve. She obviously has the guts and drive. She's already got this far. So my concern level goes down for her because she's demonstrated her abilities. And by the way, with businesses at her stage, I normally grade low in management ignorance because I want to stress the need to perfect their business and get it over the hump. Otherwise, her performance might have been a B. Again, it's not a personal reflection on her. It's an indicator of her need to learn and grow so that her business will as well. Now, moving on to ignorance and personnel. Unlike Red over at the plumber shop, Heather doesn't have a wingman. She hired a friend rather than an employee, and I'm just wincing a little bit at this. I mean, imagine if Jane doesn't get the basics of the business. Customers always write her. Or imagine she can't bake for diddly squat. You know, it's imperative that Heather get a team around her of A players who know how to take care of the customers if they're in that role or who know how to make the cupcakes if they're in that role or ice them. You know, the team has to understand the company's core mission. And when you're just hiring your friends, mm, wow, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm still wincy. Now, I've got an essay I love called Evolve Yourself to Scale Your Business. And if you want me to send it to you, I'll be happy to do so. Emails mdavis at Davis Business Law. And it divides business into four levels with certain truisms on each level. Heather's is on the first level. It's called Startup. And the relevant point from the essay is that at that level, you really don't choose your employees. They choose you. Now, that's unless you're wonderfully funded. You don't really get the pick of the litter of the employees. And yes, you're going to get some good ones. And yes, you're going to get some bad ones. I know from experience, but you don't get to pick your employees because you're not the biggest company on the block with the most resources who can pay the most. Again, you're going to get lucky sometimes, but Heather's at a point where, yeah, she's kind of taking what she can get. And so the way I'm looking at Heather's is 
there's part of me that wants to give her an F right now. Because as her business matures and as she looks back, she's going to be horrified at where she is right now. But this is the nature of the beast, or rather of employees, for a startup. So let's not crush your dreams for otherwise excellent effort. Well, kids, I'm going to put a bow on this one for the week, and I'm going to go be a dad. Remember to check out the Art of Preventing Stupid website. We've got graphics and a sweet pick of my 1961 Gibson LG3 over there. Great little guitar. Next week, we're going to keep after Heather's cupcakes and learn more about preventing ignorance from boiling up as obstacles to your goal. For right now, though, Davis out.